Hey everyone, and welcome to episode number 100 of the Breaking the Barrier podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Zach. And I'm Erin. Yes, we have Erin Carter joining us today, and we're going to talk to her a little bit about a new direction that we're going with the podcast for a little while. But before we do that, before we before we get into talking with Erin, it's been a hot minute since our last episode. Yeah, what do we do when we do this? Because we wrote notes, but I'm actually not sure how we use them because we've never really bothered with preparation before. Yeah, this is yeah. just its just strange. Yeah. It's been a while. Obviously, uh, the last episode we did was another four-way chat uh, talking about a race, and we told you all that episode 100 was coming, and it's here. It's a little different to what we had planned, mm. um, because it was really, really hard to do a recap of the last 99 episodes, yeah. uh, and I think it broke Andrew. Uh, it really did, because, do you know what, I, I was going through a phase, no, I was going through uh, upgrading my computer, and I got a new computer, and my old computer was kind of dying, and that's what everything was on, and I couldn't, I, I was trying to cut all the different intros and all the different stuff, and like... The thing kept crashing, and I was like, do you know what? I'm just, do you know what? Breaking the barrier is going to have to wait, because I'm going to go see my therapist about this. I didn't. Uh, but Andrew sent me a snippet at one point. He's like, hey, listen, what do you think of the intro? And he played it for me. It was like 35 seconds of intro. I was like, that's really, really good. He's like, this has taken me two weeks. Um, at this rate, it'll be 2025 before we have anything. Exactly. At that point, we said, maybe we should just put it aside for a bit yeah. and think about something different, which and is this. This this. So yeah. we, we basically put it aside for like two months from then, uh, since then. So it's been, it, yeah, I think it's been, been two months. I think it's been like two months it since our last episode. It's, it's, a, it's close. When did you do the... Uh, the uh, the backyard ultra two months ago. Well, there you go. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, because <laughs> that was our last episode. But yeah, so the problem is, you know, full transparency, there wasn't a lot to talk about. No, that's like, it. We that's... were kind of a little sick talking about COVID, and because no one's fighting about the vapor flies anymore, there yeah. was no shoe talk. We've been going around in circles. I feel like the last ten episodes kind of were the same episode. Yeah. Um, in all fairness. Um, so we kind of needed to work out, well, what was something different mm. we could do with the podcast? We love to come on and talk about ourselves, and it's going to be great for me to play back to my kids and grandkids later for when their grandfather was cool, or at least thought he was, um, and have this guy that he hung out with who was, you know... Definitely cool. Well, hopefully famous by that point. Totally. And, you know, we're, you know, swimming in his pool at his mansion. Yeah. Um but anyway, what were we going to do for a regular podcast when every day was kind of the same? We needed some inspiration. We needed a muse. Mm. So we've come up with a bit of a, a new idea for Breaking the Barrier, which is, Andrew? Well, what we're going to do, so as all of you who are listening know, when I first started Breaking the Barrier, it was all about me breaking that three-hour marathon, getting to that 240 marathon. Obviously... You could have stopped with, it was all about me. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> That's why nobody was listens. It, was it a good idea to bring me back? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Um... And, it, you know, I think, and Zach kind of pointed out that the, the, the podcast was at its best momentum when it was following that journey. And, of course, with me personally, there was injuries involved. You know, I, I pushed myself too much. And I think the sub-three-hour marathon is kind of, I don't, I'm not putting too much uh, importance on that right now just because, you know, I, I think I, I still need to work some things out with my knee. Like I did that 30K charity run for Starlight a few months ago and 25 kilometers in my knee. So I'm just focusing on the short distances. But so that being said, I do want to bring back, we do want to bring back that idea of, 
you know, pushing ourselves and breaking those barriers. So what we're going to do, and we're going to try this out with Erin, uh, which we will get to after Zach and I talk She's about still ourseles. here. She is still here. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to kind of do a trial run in terms of Erin, for the first time ever, is going to do a Spartan race. And we're going to track her journey to breaking her own barrier mm-hmm. and, and what that means for her. So we're going to talk a little bit about her journey. I'm going to be training her through this and trying to get her through uh, to this Spartan race in, in August. So that's where we April, May. We're about 20 weeks away. Yeah. We're about 20 weeks Which away. Which is a good time to do like a full training routine mm. we've got options there where if things go wrong we can make them up we don't have to rush things it's, exactly. it's a good distance out from an event to actually have a proper plan exactly yeah. mm. exactly uh so whatever whatever that uh hap- whatever happens on the way to that we will be doing we'll be doing training we'll be constantly changing things up and that's what we're going to talk about today and you're doing your own stuff as well and yes i've got my stuff so but You've heard us talk about what we're doing, and so we thought a bit of a new voice and a new blood and a bit of a, a new catalyst um, and following someone else's journey. And, and also, you know, talking about some of the lessons that we might have talked about in previous episodes, but there's always an opportunity for a new listener to come on and hear something for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we think that it's good to have a little bit of a catalyst there, but you'll get to hear Erin talk about her first Spartan. You'll get to hear Andrew talk about uh, training to compete in Spartan, mm. which is something that he spoke about wanting to do 12 months ago and never got yeah. an opportunity to. Uh, and I've signed up for some really stupid ultra marathons over the course of this year. <laughs> which is kind of like par for the course. We'll for you, talk though. about that as well. Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, I guess let's well, let's talk about what you and I are doing first, okay. real quick. Yep. Um, so, well, well, what are you doing? What am I doing? What are you doing? Okay. Um, so since the last time we caught up. Uh, which was the non-stop ultra. Yep. Uh, I've done one more race since then. I went back and I did my Nemesis race, the Brimbank wow. 50 kilometer. Yeah, that was your first ultra. That was the first ultra. That was the first time I ever appeared on the podcast. Um, that was the 445 goal that was? That, yeah, I was going after 445 yep. that time, and it took me about 519 or so. Okay, yeah. And so this time I thought, right, I'm going to go have a go at doing it uh, and try and just get under five hours. Uh I did it last year with Daryl, mm. and last year it was the very last event that happened before COVID lockdown happened. It nice. happened like 12 hours before Premier Andrews said, we're all in lockdown, no one can do anything. Um, and that event last year was really with Daryl to get him through his first 50, and we did an episode on that. But this time I was like, no, I'm going to run it. I wanted to get under five hours. And if I got under five hours, in my mind, I would have qualified to do the Great Ocean Road 60 kilometers. So I thought, because Great Ocean Road has a cutoff of six and a half hours, mm. I thought if I can't do a 50k at Brimbank in under five hours, there's no way I'm going to feel confident at doing Great Ocean Road in six and a half with a lot more elevation. Yeah. So I you know, did a fairly solid training routine leading up to Brimbank, went out there. Unfortunately, at about the 48k mark, I had a cramp hit oh, at the top of the big hill. And by the time I worked it out, and then my pace slowed a bit after the cramp, I finished in five hours and two minutes. Still a PB, though. Still a PB for the 50-kilometer distance, but just not where I needed to be to to go for the Great Ocean Road. So I'll only do the 45K Great Ocean Road Marathon now. Only, Um, 
Forgetting the fact that it's 45 k's longer than a marathon, but it's on the damn Great Ocean Road. Yeah, it'll be fun. I've done that race, you know, twice before, so I'm pretty confident that I'll be able to get through that. Um, but that Great Ocean Road is going to be a probably a long run training run yeah. towards my next goal, which is in the end of July. I'm going to do a 100 kilometer event at Yuyang. That's right. That was an event that I wasn't planning to do. I had no intention of doing. In Dean. Fact, Dean, good old <laughs> Dean Milligan, who's been on the podcast before, um, basically double dog dared me to do it. Um, and so I had to. And yeah. So I've signed up to do that event at the Yu Yangs, which is going to be five laps of the Yu Yangs course. It's actually 105 kilometers and it involves going up the summit mountain five times and also going up this track called Saddleback. Five times. Ah, oh, sad. I know Neither that. Yeah. of which are fun. So uh, I'm thinking 15 hours would probably be the target for that. Do you know what? Um, that is such a party that I can miss. Yeah. Well, you can trust me. I will be there, but I'm not running. If you and want, sleep. yeah. If you want to come visit, I'll be out there for a while. Yeah. So, um, so that's the the goal for July, and then at the uh, end of the year, Oxfam and Melbourne Marathon within 72 hours of each other. The now Nike Melbourne Marathon. The now Nike Melbourne Marathon. So the, the plan is Friday morning, start doing the 100K Oxfam with El Pace Bros, which is me, Daryl, and uh, Simon and Omar. So <laughs> the four of us will do the Oxfam starting on Friday morning. Hopefully we'll finish that Saturday morning at some point. And then I will have a nap for a day or so and then wake up and try and do the Melbourne Marathon. You're disgusting. On Sunday morning and try and get that done before the cutoff to get put onto the slower course, which is five hours. You're going to be one of these. You got to be like a YouTuber. You get like a hundred thousand views because of just the amount of craziness. I'm that sure you do. other people have done crazier stuff, but um, it's going to be pretty full on to get to that. So, um, Oxfam, you'll hear more about that over the next coming months as I train towards that. But realistically, it's Great Ocean Road in May, 45k's training run towards Yu Yang, 100k's in July, and then push together for some crazy 150 kilometers in. I think it might even be less than 72 hours. I think it might be like 60-odd hours. Uh, but that's going to be the, the goal. Um, and anyway, I'm just trying to keep my running solid, keep it regular. I'm a little bit injured at the moment. My back's a little bit sore. Mm. Um, I think because I slept funny the other day. Um, I don't think it's anything to do with my strength training. So my strength training is going really, really well. With yeah, the how, how is that? Are they really? like allowing you to use weights now? I'm not, still not allowed to squat. Right. Still not allowed to do bench press. Okay. Uh, but my flexibility in my shoulders is just way better. Yeah. Um, to hear my coaches talk, my shoulders now point outwards and upwards rather than down. Okay. So they were really rounded before, but now they're much more open. Mm. Um, I'm deadlifting 105 kilos wow. regularly for reps. That's cool. Um, so, and I think my form's pretty good. Um, and it was one of those ones where... I started strength training and they said, this is what you want to do. And I was like, yep, no problem. And then about four or five weeks in, I was like, this isn't quite working. So I went back and I did a technique session and they just fixed these little one percenters, like little things that I'd missed in the initial session. And then straight away after that, I started to see some real gains. Yeah. So I'm going back next week for another technique session just to make sure that everything's working right. But yeah, I think the, the benefits of cross training and, you know, running with some strength training, and I'm only doing it two times a week, mm. but you know, really recommend it to anyone listening. Uh, it's paying dividends for me already. And I think I'm going to need that strength to get through the next six months or so and get to the event uh, in October and yeah. know that I've got the power in my legs. And, you know, it's not just about running, doing 150 odd Ks in 48 hours. It's about pain management and diet and so much more so yeah yeah, yeah lots well, of stuff. and that's that's great because i mean it's obviously 
Uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, you know how, how much we advocate for cross-training. And mm-hmm. as a runner, if you're doing a lot of running, of course your main training should be running. You yeah. only need to cross-train two, three days a week, maybe. Yeah, correct. Uh, you know, you don't have to do a full body split like five, six days a week. Um, so if you hate lifting, don't worry about it. You only have to do it a couple times a week. It is just so interesting training with power lifters who are all about like explosive power movements. And then like as an ultra runner, your job is to find that range of movement and stay in that range of movement for hours at end. Yeah. You, you're all about efficiency, whereas power lifters are efficiency in their own way, but it's just so much faster. Like yeah. I'm, I'm the slow guy at the gym. Yeah. Like everything yeah. I do from a weights perspective is slow. I can do it a hundred times, mm. but I do it so much slower compared to these other power lifters who are just like explosive. Sure. So it's a completely different challenge for me. That's yeah. awesome. Mm. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. So you'll get to hear about that over the coming episodes. Uh, and hopefully it all goes well and uh, I get a good result at Great Ocean Road and a good result at Brimbank. And yeah. Right on. What about you in terms of good results? Your how are you going? Yeah, well, I'm I'm doing really well. Like I'm I'm doing really well. I've I'm still working toward my you know my uh, weightlifting and the aesthetics side of it. Like for the first time in my life, I'm in single digit body fat uh, percentage, which is really cool. Um, so I'm continuing on that journey. I'm I'm now trying to gain weight. So basically, my trainer and I have set out a goal. You know, when we first started working together, I was 95 kilos. Wow. Uh, like, but not muscular at all. Uh, you were muscular. Well, I was broad. We'll say bro- I was broad. I thought you looked good. Thank you. Chunky. Yeah. Chunky, thank you. <laughs> Thick with two Thick. C's. Thick with double C's. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, basically, we, we spoke the other day, and we want to take the next year or two years, maybe head back up to 95 but in a much different physique, and just see what that looks like. Yeah. That, that would be really cool. So, More hair? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just longer hair. L- longer, a couple long, of kilos longer there. Longer hair, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, I do need to get a haircut. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, that's that's really, really going great. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my physique every day. Uh, you know, I'm, I've, obviously I'm continuing on uh, furthering my education with personal training. I've got my Cert 3 and, and I'm heading into that Cert 4 now. So, you know, I can do a lot more with, with people now. Um, you know, continuing on the Melbourne Superman page continues on. That's kind of where a lot of my motivation does come from because <laughs> kind of it all culminated. I, I put something up the other day and it was a cosplay challenge. Basically, you put the cosplayer, the character, and the you in cosplay. And I put myself up and I was doing something in the gym and like three people were like, we always thought that was a muscle suit, but wow. And I was like, yes. Right. <laughs> so that was like, that's like, that's like Kilimanjaro right there. Um, so it's just, it goes further from here. So I'm re- really, really happy with that. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm taking on new life coaching clients as well. Uh, I've got a, I've got a special going on until the end of April, where basically I uh, get five sessions for the price of four. Message me for more info. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the big, the biggest thing right now is that you know I'm, I'm, I'm the, the races that I am taking part in are back on. So specifically the Spartan Sprint, and yes, I have competed in the Spartan Sprint before. It was at the Stadion or Stadion uh, event which it was silly for that to be my first competitive wave because it was all stairs and, oh, my God, yeah. it was tough and it was rainy and it was painful, but it was a lot of fun. This one now, uh, there's the Spartan coming up in Turden, so I, I'm training for that. I'm going to use that as also my uh, motivation to try to get to my sub-25K. Yep. Uh, and, you know, because obviously, you know, I haven't been running long distances. Not that 5K is a long distance, but it's good to get long distance runs in for your 5K. 
Uh, but because I've only been, I've been running 15, 20 minutes at a time. Mm. So I've. Which, st- if you want to run a sub 25K, that's perfect. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you just got to do it faster. Um, so I've been running, I've been running for the past six months, maybe twice a day. And that's not hurting your knee at all. No, because it's been really easy runs in 15 minutes, you know? Um, and now I've I've built that base and that strength back and, you know, all the tendons and the things where now I'm starting to build up the speed again. So, and the, like the other day I went for a tempo run, I did uh, eight kilometers, which is the longest run I've done in a while. Uh, at a at a four thirty pace, which mm. is the fastest I've done in a while, um, fastest and longest, and you know, the week before that I did a uh, first speed workout that I've done in a while, which was twelve uh, times four hundred meters mm. at uh, three fifty five pace, which kicked my butt. Yeah. Um, you know, with ninety seconds recovery in between uh, each repeat, it really kicked my butt. Mm. But man, it just made me feel good because I missed that. Yeah. I forgot that feeling of like accomplishment when you. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, I, I do my workouts every day. Uh, I'm doing some kind of physical activity pretty much seven days a week, and I feel great. But when you introduce something new... Well, when was the last time you had done a running workout just for the sake of a running workout? You'd been running complementary to your strength training. Yeah. You hadn't been doing just a running workout for a long time. No, I probably a year. Yeah. Probably a year, beginning of COVID maybe. Mm. Um, so now that I'm starting to get into those running-specific speed workouts... I'm feeling really great about it. Like I'm loving it. I mean, things are hurting again. The head, but not bad. You know, you know those niggles that you get just when you first start. This is where new listeners are always like, "Why am I listening yeah. to this?" Like we get thirty seconds into the conversation and they're like, "Yeah, my first event had stairs and it was raining and it was horrible." This guy's so I an signed idiot. up for four more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it, it, but it, it's those aches that come with just you earn those they're not yeah. injury aches they're just like i run yeah like my back my back sore because i've been working out yeah. and it's not injured and so it's like okay i can feel that but i don't feel bad about it exactly yeah, yeah. and it's just it kind of in a weird cliche it makes you feel alive again when you start mm. putting those speed workouts in and i mean it was great like i, I ran that eight kilometers the other day it basically because my, my pb my 10k pb is 44 minutes mm. And I was basically running just above that. And I was like, you know what? That's great. Considering yeah. I haven't done this in a year, I've still got it. And not to mention, I've packed on more muscle since I, I did. So it's like, yeah. I'm I'm not bulky, but I'm like, you know, I'm not yeah. built for running as much as I was. So, yeah, I'm feeling great about that. So that's kind of where I'm at. So I'm, I'm headed toward that Spartan. I'm headed for a sub 25K hopefully this year. You know, do we uh, come back to Park Run? Try and do it there. Yeah, I would love to. I would love mm. to come back to Park. The problem with Park Run, unfortunately, right now is that I have so many. I, not so many, but I have a few clients on Saturday mornings uh, that yep. uh, that that completely clash with Park Run. I'd, I'd I'd love to come and do it. Although, if I'm going to do a sub twenty, it ain't going to be at Wyndham Vale. No, no, go to Maribyrnong or <laughs> yeah. something nice and flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's mm. that that one or one of those two inclines <laughs> that yeah. can really can really get you. Mm. So yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at uh, at the moment. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to be racing in, in August. Um, uh, I'll do the competitive wave in the morning. Well, at noon, that, that's at noon. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do another wave now with Aaron. So Aaron and I are going to do the open wave. Yes. So this is this is kind of what the episode is all about today. So we're going to get to Aaron finally, yeah. twenty seven minutes in or for what? all those people who have been flicking forward thirty seconds. <laughs> exactly, we're here. you can stop now. Yeah, exactly. So basically, Aaron is somebody who well, Aaron's my partner, 
And Aaron is a person. Aaron is somebody. <laughs> Aaron is a person. <laughs> She's a person. <laughs> and basically, I had the idea for her that she was going to do her first Spartan race, and I signed her up for it before I told her about it. This is one of those things that couples do um, when they're starting out. If I ever did that for my wife, and I was like, hey, honey, guess what? I signed you up for like a half marathon. Like, it just doesn't work. You're in that period of time where you can get away with shit like that. Mm. Enjoy it. Yeah. Like, now's where you do crazy stuff. Fair enough. Now, yeah. now and, you're going to sign yeah. me up for a competitive Spartan. <laughs> I'm going to sign you up for the marathon in October. Oh, yeah. oh, um, you can run with me. Yay. There you go. <laughs> so basically, so that's what this episode is going to be all about. And in, in, in the coming weeks of the, of the Breaking the Barrier podcast, we're going to kind of try to, you know, if, if, if we don't talk about it on every episode at length, we will at least discuss it, maybe updates. Mm. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that Erin has to be here for every episode, but we'll probably, I'll at least discuss how she's going. Mm. If she's decided to quit, if she's decided that everything sucks and fitness is for stupid people, uh, which is fine because I, I think about that. It'd be an interesting direction for this podcast to go. Indeed. That's where we suddenly flip to yeah. that. Break like, the barrier yeah. where fitness, don't do it. Hopes and dreams come to die. <laughs> exactly. Those stars that you wish upon in the sky, they're all dead, just yes. like your dreams. Um, wow. Jesus. So. This is very motivational yeah. for the 100th episode. Like we're taking a new totally, turn on I, things. Well, I, we're going to demotivate people I said now. that. Can we, we ask you a... some questions, Aaron, and stop him talking? Yes. That's yes. Everyone else yeah, go for it. Out. That's a go great idea. Um, hey, so why, why don't you give us an elevator pitch? Who is Aaron? Describe yourself in 30 seconds or less. Sure. Um, I'm a mum. I have a five-year-old daughter. She's insane. Uh, she likes to run like the Flash, so that's always good motivation. Nice. Um, I'm a cosplayer, so that's it's my fault that Andrew now spends far too much money on Superman. I'm the blame there. I think there was some deep-seated things before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think <laughs> I'm I'm also to blame for his pop collection as well because he saw mine and was like, "Oh, mm -hmm. I have to beat you." Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm that geeky person. I'm the creative person. I, I enjoy more the creating of cosplays and. Mm and that side of things and the actual acting and photo shoots and all that sort of stuff. Um, I used to be a fit person okay. <laughs> back in the day. So I was very competitive with athletics back, yes, it started in primary school and high school. Uh, never trained for it. Which discipline? Running or athletics like uh, jumping? All of, or, it. All of uh, it. The only things that I didn't do was the throwing stuff because I've always had weak little, weak little arms. So mm. I was never really good at that. But I did... There were days where I would do all of the running events. So I'd do the 100, the 200, the 400, mm. the 800, and then in high school, the 1500 as well. So I would do all of them okay. in the one day. In the one day? Yeah, in the one wow. day. And I would always get first in all of them because I was crazy. Mm. Uh, and then I would do long jump and triple jump and high jump and the hurdles and the relay. Yeah. Wow. So I did all of that all in the one day. And yeah, it. I miss it. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I when I went back to uni was... I want to join the athletics team. Yeah. But then I didn't stay at uni because I was like, nah, this isn't for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I did a couple of longer runs, a couple of cross countries. I think they were maybe only three kilometers though because it was for kids. Yeah. Um, and that's all I've really done. So it would be nice to get back to running. Um, 
if I could get back into athletics and do the sprints again, I would love that because it's such a short distance. You don't have to, you don't have that mental yep. thing for like, like a hundred kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> you get bored over a hundred Ks. Oh, if you get distracted and bored in like a hundred meters, you really need to look at what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, a hundred <laughs> meters goes by pretty fast. So I think I'm good with that yeah. one. The 800 meters I used to get bored in. I, I have to admit, wow. I'd be like, oh, when is this going to be over? We're going to do some Yasso 800s. You're not going to get bored. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> So no, you've got a running background. You've I got an athletic have, background. Yeah. You've been in races before. Yeah. So, yeah. But why, why Spartan? Like, which is like lifting stuff and jumping over things and climbing. Okay. It's not just running. Yeah. Has he told you this? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, that's <laughs> fine. Um, I've always been attracted to obstacle courses, but I've never actually. When I was younger, I, I never really there, there wasn't tough mutter when yeah. I was fit. Mm. Uh, this is kind of something that's only been new over the last however many years, and I've wanted to do it for years, mm. but I've none of my friends would go with me, and I never had the courage to do it by myself. Mm. So now I have someone who's just going to sign me up to it without me knowing, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess this is happening. I should probably train. Yep. Yeah, the training's good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't just wing that one. So, yeah. It'll, it'll be fun. And so, in the in the last five years, what's your fitness been like? What's your what's your in the last five years? What has yeah. your fitness been like? Every parent who has had kids is like, we know what the first five years of a kid yeah. is like. And so. yeah, and my daughter is now just turned five. So yeah. literally, the last five years has been next to nothing. Mm-hmm. So she was born. I was a stay at home mum. You know, when they're that young and they're that dependent on you, I didn't really do anything for myself. And it's mentally challenging. Mm. Um, and then uh, when she was about one and a half, two years old, that's when I started going to the gym. And that was great because I felt like I was starting to take control and do something that was purely for me, mm. something to benefit and, you know, mentally and physically to benefit me. Sure. So that that's and then from there, yes, training, I was doing really well. I really enjoyed being in the gym and then COVID and then all the gyms closed. Right. Uh, so then everything was closed for about, you know, a bit under a year, however long it was. And now in that time, I injured my back at work and now I've come back to the gym and I have a lot of fear of re-injury. Mm. So it's it's just really surprising that, and I'm not sure if it's something to do with COVID as well, you know, not being around many people and then when people come back into those social situations, they're quite nervous. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but now going back into the gym, I'm really apprehensive and I've got a lot of fear. I think everyone's carrying around this is, little 1% extra anxiety yeah. in the yeah. back of their minds yeah. now after the last 12 months. I yeah. see that a lot at work and you know people are just way more stressed mm. from, from normal situations yeah. than they would be like yeah. I, catching public transport this week i was like this feels really weird it's the most used to be the most mm. normal thing in the world but now it's like really really weird and i can imagine in a gym where <laughs> you've got an injury fear but then it's yes. like and there's also people here so the gyms have been open for i don't know a couple, a couple of months? weeks now a couple of oh, months now yeah, Not, yeah a couple of months yeah, yeah. and so you, are you back into training regularly huh. like, do you have a routine mm, yeah yes and no i was kind of up and down with it depending on if I was sick or, you know, if I was too tired or if I just didn't have time because between my daughter and then work and then I've got a horse as well that I have to go see. Oh, wow. And trying to find life balance as well has been really tricky. So then trying to fit in gym and then running and stuff like that, it's it's been a bit of a juggle. Mm. So everything that I was doing at the gym was quite sporadic and nothing was 
I, well, everything was really quite sporadic, mm. if, apart from work, because that's a set time. So it feels like you're going to need like a routine that oh, yeah. is flexible and forgiving and not one of those ones where, like when you're running for a marathon, if you miss that long run, yeah. you're stuffed. Yeah. Like that is yeah. a keystone event. Yeah. Whereas you're going to need something that's a little bit more flexible to work yeah. around those things where, hey, I just can't train for four days because, you know what, life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, yeah. that's kind of like, because I put together for her, I haven't yet started really working on the strength stuff yet, but I put together basically a 20-week running program, which you can't put together a running program 20 weeks in advance because things are going to change. Already things are changing. And I'm just yeah. like, you know what? This is too slow for you or this is too much or this mm-hmm. or that. Uh, but there is exactly, there's that flexibility. And because, you know, Aaron's not used to running. It's a lot of taking it really slow. Like for the most part, I mean, for the first two weeks of her running, of Aaron's running, the longest sort of uh, time running has been 60 seconds at a time. Mm. Um, and with like 90 seconds break or 30 seconds run and a minute uh, walk. Uh, the classic interval yeah. type starting like a, like a, yeah. yeah, like a, a couch, couch to 5K. 5K. Yeah. Essentially. Exactly. <laughs> I like yeah. tomorrow, uh, it's on her schedule to do two kilometers in as little time as possible. Mm. Whatever that means, whether it's walking and running yeah. or... Um, and, you know, I've set a goal for her in under 15 minutes, um, which I think I think she can do. He's entered you in a race. He's set a goal for you. He's, uh, at which point do you stop being a wind-up little go-run-around? Uh, never. The okay. answer to that is never. Um, oh, I'm just a little, like, science experiment. Exactly. exactly. So what, do you, what, what, do you, what, what would you say right now is your fitness level? Like, if you had to describe your fitness level right now. Yeah. Look, it's not terrible, but it's not great either. Mm-hmm. And I think... You, like you keep telling me and I know that I'm fitter and I can do more than what I believe that I can but it's a lot of those mental blocks yeah. really that's that's stopping me like yes technically I, you can say I am a new runner because I haven't done it for such a long time mm. so all of those niggly things like the knee the ankle the back yeah. it makes me panic because mm. I'm like am I injuring myself is this something that I shouldn't be doing and then it's scary because then you're like, am I doing more harm than good? Yeah. So yeah. Especially if you've got a back history because then your entire posterior chain is getting involved and it's glutes and it's hamstrings and it's calves and it's shoulders and it's everything. It's a good time. As soon as you start protecting one thing, the other thing go go bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Being yeah. a runner is just effectively chasing an injury around your body yeah. and yeah. just moving yeah. it to different parts. Exactly. Like my IT yeah. band, man, it started on my left knee and yeah. now the problem is in my right knee because mm. I spent so much time protecting my left knee with my right knee. Mm. Now it's Which is interesting because when we went to the running company to look at proper runners for myself yeah. and... Uh, you know, we did the, the slow motion video watching my gait, yeah. my left ankle rolls in so much that it was honestly scary. Yep. Mm. And even that was a little bit intimidating with running because I'm like, that, that that's not okay. That's 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 a that's a lot of. Rolling. Are both your ankles the same? They both yeah, they rolling? both yeah. they do both. As okay. soon as they hit, they both go and like okay. go in a lot, and it's it's creepy. So that's called um, pronation. Though. Pronation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then my left ankle. Pronates more than my right. And it's but, a very common thing. Hmm. You'd be surprised. Yeah. But then I also do have issues with my uh, with my right ankle, which I've had since high school, which mm. is weird. And I have seen a podiatrist mm. because I was having an issue with one of my joints. And she was, you know, checking my foot. And she's like, okay, 
does this hurt? I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, normal people, their feet don't bend like this. <laughs> that's what yeah. you want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and that's what she said. She said, normal people. Don't. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. I'm special? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, another... how, that's how we're going to take it. We're going to take the positives. <laughs> I'm special. I'm an individual. Mm. But she said that my tendons are very rubbery. Okay. They're like, you know, my toes will bend backwards and stuff like that. And she said that the way and that how much my foot can just twist around and how much it then splats out. She said mm. that you're going to be, you're going to get injured very easily unless you protect yourself. Yeah. And yeah. so this side, you know, yes, the left ankle does pronate more than the right, but I'm finding that the right side is where I'm getting all of the pain. Like my right knee is the one that's hurting. Sure. The right ankle is the one that frequently something twangs when I'm running, yeah. uh, if I don't warm up enough or properly and something will twang. It, Ironically, which is weird. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a body type that is the opposite to what most runners have. Most runners <laughs> have a thing where their muscles allow them to move further than their tendons mm. and stuff can. So normally yeah. that's all really, really tight. And what happens is the muscle moves and then they pull a tendon or they pull a ligament. Right. Yeah. You've got rubbery tendons and ligaments, so they will actually probably move heaps, which means now the muscles are more in danger of doing something. Yeah, um, yeah it's a good time. So much yeah. fun. Yeah, and I know that my muscles are tight because mm. when I go to stretch, you when you feel it and yeah. it's got that that really tight burn yeah. that we all know and love, burn, yeah. and then you're just like, that, that that's you know I can't even mm. look down without it like stretching my back yeah. like heaps. And I'm like ah, oh. so yeah, it'll, but it'll be. But you've got an athletic background, so you're going to be able to take direction like yeah. when they say move your body this way or move yeah. your body yeah. that way you're not someone who's never been in a gym before yeah. like when someone says do this you can control your body yeah. so you've got that advantage yeah oh and the other advantage which i completely forgot about till now is i have i did back in 2008 and 9 certificates three and four in fitness oh, okay. so i have a gym background and i know how to do them properly but i just don't remember and then it's getting that memory again and that symmetry as well when yeah. you're doing something is really hard. How do you like to learn? Do you like to see it? Do you like to hear it? Or do you like to do it? What sort of learner are you? Uh, probably a bit of both. Like, by all means... There was three like, there. He, I was going to say that. Sorry? <laughs> there was three options there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both. <laughs> <laughs> there is two. The fourth one. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, talking about it doesn't really help all the time yeah i'm definitely visual and it's kind of like okay show me how to do it and then i'm gonna do it and you're gonna correct me cool and then yeah. like we were doing flies the other day or and chest presses and i had to do it so slowly that i could think about the position that my arms were in or that my body was in and stop and think and then do it so slowly that mm. i could remember the whole way and where i'm rotating and where i'm finishing the, the movement mm. and stuff like that and yeah, the good thing, like you said about before, having that running background is, yeah, I can take that direction. And I, I do remember how to run, even though I'm not good at it right now. I, my body, yes, hopefully it does have yeah. that memory because it's been a while. And you're coachable, that means, which is an advantage for you because oh, yeah. you know hopefully. you can tell her to do something and she's not going to do the complete I don't, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I get pretty angry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she does. So that's, that's a lot of fun. That's fun, fun, fun for the whole family. Um, so speaking of... of fun times like that uh what in what do you think in this journey toward the spartan what do you think the biggest challenges are going to be in terms of shaping up for this thing uh specifically shaping up stop eating sugar mm. <laughs> fair enough yeah. stop eating the bad food <laughs> no um it, it's a bit of a yeah 
No one can see me doing that, but that's the hand gesture <laughs> of the scales. Oh, that's, that's awesome <laughs> for no an audio podcast. No one can see this. <laughs> it's like it just goes silence for 30 seconds. What the hell is happening? It's yeah. a bit of... The new direction we're going in for breaking the barrier is mine. Indeed. <laughs> you got to guess what we're doing. <laughs> uh, this one is the elevator. <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's, it's half and half. It's, mm. it's half the mental challenge of going, my knee now hurts. Meant that mental block, yeah. you know, this is hurting, that's hurting, and, and then being scared to push it just in case you yeah. are injuring yourself. Yeah. Remembering that hurt doesn't equal injury, but right. also yeah. being smart enough exactly. that you don't push past something we, that's a warning. Yeah, which is, I think, what you possibly said to me the other day yeah. as well. That's definitely what I said to you. <laughs> I think exact it's, words and metaphors. It sounds different when I say it, though. Yeah, yeah. it sounds probably smarter when you yeah. say it. Yeah. It means so much more. Indeed. It's because you have an accent. Or I have an accent. You have an accent too. We both kind of have accents, Ever. but different. Everyone talks their own way. Indeed. People are people. People are people. <laughs> That's not what you I sound like sound at all. Like that you at don't all. sound like John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> The other half yeah. was the physical part. Yes. Well, back to the back, back on track. I can't, yeah. I can't believe I remembered it. But no, the other part's going to be, well, I suppose the mental and the physical kind of play into each other. So it's yeah. like questioning whether or not that is actually an injury that should be stopping me. And knowing it is an injury that's yeah. stopping me. Yeah. So yes, there. I'm going to be stronger. I know I will be stronger because that's what training does. It's not like I'm going to be nowhere mm. in the next couple of months. But yeah, yeah, knowing knowing if it's an injury or if it's just in my head is going to be the biggest tricky part to kind of mm. get over. Really. That's where that's where a coach and a training partner comes in is having someone who can actually. You know, again, making sure that you're being sensible, yeah. but push you that little bit further. That give me one more. <laughs> you, know, you know, hey, next time yeah. go out a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so hard to get that when you train by yourself exclusively. Exactly. Yeah. You, know, you need to train by yourself to get the mental strength of being by yourself and doing it by yourself. Yeah. But for most of the other time, it is worth having someone around. So yeah. totally. I guess what I'm saying is, don't get too angry with him too quickly. <laughs> I know he's frustrating. I know he's annoying. Um, but you know, it just kind of is what he is. I'm so glad yeah. that I, that we're back doing this. Aaron and I are bonding really well. So this is awesome. This is great. I'm so glad breaking the barriers. So glad I started this thing. <laughs> Such a great goddamn. So happy 100th episode! Yay! Yay. Apart from 100 more episodes of this, Aaron, <laughs> so it's gonna be great. Um, what, so what are you excited about in terms of this journey you're about to go on? Um. Honestly, the, the biggest thing that I'm excited about is going to be able to run a certain amount of distance without having to stop. Yeah. So when we started this, I couldn't, I couldn't even run 30 seconds without struggling, to be honest. Like, and I think a lot of that was the mental block as well. Like I'd be going, your heart can't handle this. Your heart's getting too hard. You know, your heart rate's going too high, mm. you know, and start panicking about that as well. And, oh, you, you know, your legs are too hard to move. And I'd, I'd really shut myself down. And by the end of that 30 seconds, I'd be like, thank God that 30 seconds is done. I can walk now. Yeah. Um, but at the start as well, I'd need like two and a half minutes to rest uh, of just slow walking mm. just to be able to get my heart rate down again. Um, whereas now, yes, yeah, sure, I'm doing the still the 30 seconds on, the one minute off, but my heart and my breathing, they're easy now. Now mm. it's kind of more if I've got that niggle in the knee or my hip flexors sometimes give me issues as well. Mm. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, that's where I'm at at the moment where the... I, I I wouldn't be able to run even 100 metres, even at a jog, when I first started this. And that's sad coming from having sprinted that yeah. and winning that 
a lot and it's really hard to then look back at that and go, I can't do that anymore. So for me, the most exciting thing is to kind of get a little bit of that back and beating him in a sprint. That would be, that'd be great fun. Um, (laughs) do you, do you, it's possibly too early, but Mm. right now, do you love running? I, I don't love it right now. Yeah. But, have you loved I've, it in the past? I have. Yeah. It was such, you know, there is there is a certain amount of freedom that comes from running, yeah. especially when you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that nice. that you know that awesome flying feeling where it feels like you could literally fly because yeah. of how fast or how well you're running. Mm. So it would be wonderful to get some of that back to a point and and have that that little bit of freedom from running again yeah. like that would oh i see that yeah you know exactly what that i'm talking feeling. about yeah, yeah. Just, when you make those like when you start making the progress and it starts feeling just like a one mm. percent more free it's like it becomes addicting in such a mm. good way yeah. yeah whether you're a long distance runner whether you're a, a, a short distance mid distance obstacle course something there's just something so fundamentally perfect mm. about running it was i was uh, a couple of what'd be about six weeks or so ago now as i was training for the Rimbag 50 i went out and i did a 32k long run and i hadn't been really confident about how i was going up until then but then it was just perfect the sun was out but it wasn't too hot i had some tunes going in my ears i was 28 k's in and i was running back and I felt as fresh as if it was the first kilometer. And there's people running the other way. And I just felt like complete control nice. of what I was doing. And like that was like the most recent memory I've had where I'm like, yeah, this is why you do it. That runner's just, high, man. That runner's high. When it yeah. hits, it is just amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I did have that in the gym when we were both on the treadmill next to each other and we were doing 15 point something kilometers for I don't know how long. Yeah, which basically uh, Aaron pushed it up to... It was funny because... Because we've been doing a lot of running outside, but every now and then we'll go on the treadmill just to get, you know. Um, and I was doing a cool down, and, and she was kind of, Erin was kind of doing her workout. Mm. And so she pushed her treadmill up to like 10 so kilometers I, an yeah, hour. I'm like, I think I said, how fast do these even go? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, 15, 20? I'm like, all right. Yeah, she pushed her up to 10. I was like, all right, here we That's go. That's the sort of comment that ends with people standing around a, like an accident scene going, yeah. how did she end up in the yeah. wall? Well, she, 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 apparently she, these things go up to 28. She was running like a sub four minute kilometer for about 30 seconds there. For a, I was like, God. And I, I'm not going to like, it got to that point. What's this button do? Yeah. I was like. <laughs> Jesus, like now I I can't stop before she does, but I'm getting tired. <laughs> Man, it was good. It was I, good. It's... I actually wanted to keep running until you stopped, but um, never gonna happen. But I was just like, uh, maybe I maybe maybe I should stop. It was, it was fun. We know that's not true. We know women are genetically predispositioned to do better at ultra long distances. So that's a good point. if you guys find yourself at about that 460 kilometer mark. You know, she's definitely she's, got the advantage there. Yeah, her. Yeah, she's going to beat me and uh, the horse. Yeah. So basically, I'm going to make it to Mordor first. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's all walking, so that pretty much is an ultra marathon. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So for you, what is the worst case and the perfect case scenario for your training for the Spartan? For, for both. <laughs> um, I'm just going to answer it for both because. Same, same, but worse is going to be to actually get injured, to not listen to those niggles and to not listen to that warning and Mm. push it and then actually end up hurt. And then 
getting that step back and then taking longer just to get back to mm. here and now, yeah. that would probably be the worst case scenario. And that would probably be the worst case for everyone. Yeah. Um, best case scenario is getting strong enough that my, my body improves, not just for this, but for everyday life. Sure. Mm. So that, you know, I can stand up longer at work without, you know, being in pain or I can, you know, play with my daughter for longer without being in pain. Just, just mm. overall being stronger would just be nice. Mm. That's it's it's a very short and sweet answer, but yeah, that's probably the best and worst case answer. So avo- avoiding the risk of further injury is yeah. more worth more to you right now than a certain time or a certain oh, performance yeah. or certain like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, like I don't really have anything. I don't have any long distance times to compare it to. Yeah. So it's not like I have any personal best to beat or anything like mm, that. Sure. So for me, I don't, I don't have that time you know, to challenge myself. For yeah. me, the challenge or what I'm doing to challenge myself is to feel stronger and feel more confident in myself. Yeah. That's that's probably where, you know, because that's, it's more mental, really. Yeah. You've got to than, get that baseline. You're not going to approach mm. the next 20 weeks going, I've got to maximize this 20 weeks to get as close to 100%. Well, yeah. You don't know where 100% is. Pretty much. But you know that injury yeah. is, the, yeah. is the floor. Yeah. And yeah. so you want to try yeah. and avoid that, which is great. I mean, that's, you know, that might be a situation where best case for you is you go and do the event mm. and you finish the event and you're like, wow, I could have gone harder in that or mm. I wish I'd trained more to do that. Yeah. But, you know, you can't know that until, until you've you actually do it. Yeah, done exactly. it. You know? And then I'll know for the next one. Well, that's the thing. Is I, I, and I, I said this to Aaron a couple of weeks ago. I said, guaranteed when you cross that finish line, mm. you're ready to sign up for your next race, as mm. we all are. Mm. Yeah. As we are. And no doubt I will, because I mean, like, I've always wanted to do things like parkour and obstacle courses and stuff like that. Yeah. So now that I have the opportunities to do them, I'll be like, all right, yeah. bring it on. Mm, exactly. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, you kind of, yeah. my next, I, I was curious as to if you had any goals or milestones that you wanted to hit in terms of, I mean, I guess not really in terms of time, because you've just said you don't yeah. have anything compared compare to, but in, in terms of feel, in terms of accomplishments, I did have this written down. You probably still do. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. So going back to the gym stuff that we we're talking about before, mm. I've got a lot of anxiety going back yeah. into the gym. Uh, not only the training in the gym, but the training for the running as well. It would be nice to feel a bit more confident in myself and not feel so insecure and being watched in the gym as what I currently feel. So the gym that I go to has a women's gym. And this is something that Andrew and I were talking about today. I spend a lot of my time when I was by myself, I would go straight to the women's gym and only be in there because I didn't feel confident enough to train anywhere else in the gym because I just, I just, I didn't want to be watched and I didn't feel safe. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of this, it would be nice to have that confidence to just go anywhere in the gym and be like, this is where I belong. Yeah. This yeah. is fine. Um, again, no no personal best or no times to to beat. But the other the other milestone I guess would be to it would be nice <laughs> this isn't hundred Ks, but it would mm. be nice to be able to run five Ks and not stop. Yeah. So I it's mean damn that's a damn fine accomplishment. Yeah, I mean like however many years ago I did a run Melbourne, which was probably what I think it would they were However many Depends. years ago, there were four, yeah, they had yeah. five, four ten or six. And a half, I think. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, and I had to keep stopping because my calf muscles were cramping. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be lovely to be able to run 5Ks without having to stop. 
Yeah, I mean, don't, don't underestimate. There's a lot of people in the world mm. who can't run 5Ks without stopping. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, sometimes we mm. take it for granted. Mm. Um, mm. But it, this, it's, it's an enormous accomplishment for a lot of people to mm. be able to do that. So, um, yeah, I think that would be a great goal. Yeah. So that's achievable. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, but yeah. even though, you know, this is a Spartan, so it's not like I will be going 5Ks because, you know, mm. it's... The other thing that I did really want would be, okay, so however far the obstacles are spaced out, mm. 100 metres, 200 metres, whatever they are, it would be nice, which I'm assuming I will, to be able to run the whole time between those obstacles yeah. and mm. not need to walk. Yeah. So you're not intimidated by the obstacles at no. all? Really? Uh, yeah, to a point. I mean, like, they freak is... me out. I'm scared for you. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is certain things like um, the really upper body sort of stuff, like climbing up a rope. Yeah. I don't really have much upper body strength. So, yeah, that's intimidating. But this is why we've got the gym. So I can at least do as much as I can to make myself as prepared as possible and then yeah. give it a go. Um, the other thing that scares me is certain things that will put pressure on my back and then that fear of re-injury. So um, was it the Atlas... The Atlas Carry. Yeah. The Atlas Carry, which is the just the big ball, the big heavy ball, and you yep. just pick it up and, you know, you, if you people, see people with bad form and you're like, oh, you're going to hurt yourself. Yep. So those those ones are the ones that are most intimidating. The upper body stuff, because I know that I'm weak, but the other stuff, because I'm scared of mm. injury. So that is intimidating, but I'm, as Andrew says, I would be able to do it now. Okay. I just may not be able to do it well. <laughs> but I would be able to do it now. So all of this training that we're doing is just to... Get you from the obstacles, between the obstacles quicker. Well, yeah, that and the obstacles, but mm. safer. Yeah, And also, safer, yeah. yeah, like being safer, being smarter, being stronger so that I can do this without actually hurting myself. No. Yeah. So that's, <clears throat> that's kind of the goal. It's mm. not... It's intimidating, but at the same time it's not because I've done all this before. I just have to get back to it. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating over mm. the next 20 weeks or so to hear those little light bulb moments you're going to have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I remember this, or I, I learned mm. that, or, yeah, it's going to be well, awesome. I'm curious, because we are basically going to be, so I have Aaron, the longest run that I have Aaron going before the Spartans, is actually going to be, I think, six or seven kilometers. I say, about seven k. you wouldn't want to go much further. Yeah, no. Um, and then, of course, you know, we'll, we'll taper leading up to the event. We will do a, a time trial a uh, couple weeks before of a 5K to see where she's at. Um, but I'm I'm kind of, my personal goal as somebody who's trying to get her ready for this is to see if if before we get to the Spartan, because obviously the Spartan is a 5K event. This We're doing the Spartan sprint. Um, I'm curious to see if we can get her to a point where she can run that 5K nonstop before the event. Mm. Yeah, that would be interesting. It'd yeah. be good. I'd I mean, like it. and no shame if we like yeah. if we don't get there because, you know, well, the Spartan itself is basically an interval. It's Yeah, yeah. exactly. So exactly. And that's what we're tra- that's yeah. what we're training for. We're, we're, hmm. most of our training is interval training. Yeah. Uh, we've only got a cu- I think in 20 weeks we've maybe got four steady state runs. How many intervals are in the sprint? How many obstacles are in the sprint? 20 <laughs> that's not a number that's uh, barely a sound do I have my shirt no damn yeah, I don't have my shirt did go 10, 20 and then 30 I think it's actually 20 I think there's 20 okay. obstacles in 20 so that's, so that's every, like every I can't do math what's that every Where's 500 meters Spartan sprint you know no, what it's, it's even less than that it's like every... if it was 20 yeah well however many it is that's the thing though I'm also I'm not looking at it as 
lots of 5k uh, sorry i'm not looking at it as a whole 5k thing and a bunch of obstacles i'm looking at it as a bunch of one 200 meter it's every shots. 250 meters if there's, yeah. if there's 20 obstacles it's every 250 meters yeah so that's yeah that's yes and that's the thing that's it's kind of like when you think mm. about going to work as well mm. when you and then this is actually a conversation we had when you look at it as 100 20, kilometers 20. and that's all you're mm. doing and nothing breaks it up yeah. that's where the for me and for a lot of people mm. that's where that massive mental challenge comes into it yeah um whereas this because it's broken up mm. into would you say 20 obstacles? 20 obstacles yeah it's just a whole bunch of 250 jogs yeah yeah it's much. not it's not it's not five k's it's just a whole bunch of it's a lot of 250s jogs. and then yeah. you yeah. stop and then you have a break but your break is you know lifting something or yeah. whatever but that's and they're i mean it's important to know they're not all evenly spaced of yeah. course. i mean Depends sometimes you'll have yeah well sometimes mm-hmm. you'll have obstacles right uh right you know, back to back. Sometimes you'll have 500 meters before the next uh, obstacle. It just it just depends. But mm. yeah, I mean, a- obviously, average 250 meters. It's yeah. when you break it down, it's not the most intimidating thing in the no, world. But it is one hell of an accomplishment. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. absolutely. Because yeah. the number of people who would have done a five-kilometer run at like a park run or something mm. is way more than the amount of people who will ever do. A sprint Spartan. Yeah. Like, you know, so to be able to turn around and say that, hey, not only can I run 5Ks, but I can run 5Ks with 20 obstacles in between mm. is bloody impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I've never really thought of it that way. Mm. I just thought of breaking it up so it's 250 metres and lift something. Yeah. It's another yeah. 250 metres and lift that. That's All pretty right. much... All right. That's pretty much, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, you know, fitness is a funny thing. Uh, there's this guy uh, called Simon Miller, uh, and I watch a lot of his YouTube thing, and he basically describes <coughs> lifting weights as... Go to the gym, <laughs> lift something heavy so that you can lift something heavier. Yep. That's basically what that is. Mm-hmm. So Spartan, run, lift something heavy. Run, pick yourself over a thing. Mm. Run, climb up a thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's probably not the fun. catchiest motto. That's probably no, no, why their motto is better. Yeah. It'd be a yeah. very it's long a really, bumper yeah. sticker. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I think their, their earned, not given thing is much, Possibly. much yeah. more to the point. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think end goal, because obviously Spartan August, there is a Spartan coming up in bright in October. Yep. Who knows? It might be sold out by then, but it would be nice if Aaron, after this obstacle course race is like, do you know what? Let's do bright. <laughs> Let's run up a hill. <laughs> that thing's a beast. Yes. Um, not to be confused with the Spartan beast, which is in bright. Uh, so yeah. So I, I mean, that, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of where we're at. So Aaron, do you have anything more you want to say about anything? Not particularly. I guess it was just more like, I know that when you and I were speaking about this episode or just the idea of bringing this up, it's kind of good, I guess, for a lot of other people to listen to because if people aren't training for a marathon, if people are training for a 5K, mm. you know, it, you know, this might be good for them, Yeah, I yeah. guess. So yeah. it's like, you know, my my apprehension, my, my fears and all of the things that I'm going to go through hopefully will just benefit somebody else who's just aiming for 5Ks. Yeah, I think so, a, a really important you know. thing for us to do will be when you're able to jump on and, and talk, mm. It'll I think it'll make a lot of a difference for old and new listeners mm. to hear the lessons come out of your right. mouth as, yeah. oh, I've just realised this. It might be something that Andrew's spoken about before. It might be yeah. something that Andrew and I have spoken about before. 
but you never know when someone listening is going to go, oh, now that Erin's saying it, it makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah, mm. it's funny because, though. Yeah, yeah, so I think it's, it's going to be really awesome for people who are starting their own journey now, be it five, mm. be it a marathon, be it whatever, um, just to listen in and, and, and mm. go through it. And I think that's been... The, the benefit of this podcast has been when it's been driving towards an outcome. Mm. Yeah. So I think, you know, this is a really clear outcome to go after. So 20 weeks, let's see what we get out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. So for those of you listening and wanting to know the future of Breaking the Barrier, so we're, we're Zach and I and, and this journey with Aaron toward the Spartan Sprint, we're most likely, because there's so little going on in the world yet, mm. uh, right now, uh, we're probably going to look at doing one to two episodes a month moving forward rather than the weekly episodes that we used to do just because there's, you know, there's less to talk about. And we were finding that during COVID, we were talking about the same thing over and over again, and yeah. nobody wants to hear it. Yeah, it was kind of a balance between hearing what training we did that week, which is like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, nobody or cares. But <laughs> us reading articles that anyone could read on the internet yeah. themselves. Exactly. Um, exactly. So yeah, we kind of need a little bit more content each fortnight. Yeah. Think, to build up. Yeah. 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 So we're, we're <laughs> yeah. So that's that's going to be our big journey moving forward is this journey toward the sprint we're going to follow zach of course toward his uh you know his 100k in the yu yangs and then of course his 47 ultras back to back in <laughs> september and october which will be exciting i will of course be talking about um you know my my journey my 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 journey to spartan most likely we're all gonna at some point do some lessons from a race so you know those were some of the most popular episodes and we'll, we'll continue to hopefully inspire the masses to go above and beyond what they ever thought possible so look everyone thank you so much for listening to this 100th episode of the breaking the barrier podcast i'm andrew i'm zach and i'm aaron and we will catch you next time <laughs>